Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of your 30-minute break with Jake. Here on episode two, I will be sitting down with an old college roommate of mine, Jordan the Sandman Sanford. Let's hear what he has to say about dropping out of school and running his own business. What's up, Jordan Sanford? How are we doing today? Doing good, doing good. How are you? Good, man. Welcome to the cast. Thanks, man. I, uh, I'm pretty psyched to be here. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for joining me. Um, so today we have Jordan Sanford. He was my college roommate back at the University of Wisconsin Stout. And uh, ever since then, we've been been buddies. I lived with him last year here at the house and uh, brought him on to talk to talk to us a little bit about what, what he does and um, some of the things that he's going through with the work workforce. So kick it off, Jordan. What uh, what you up to these days? My name's Jordan. Uh, I go by Big J mostly. <laughs> um, for those of you that don't know uh, me personally, um, I am a six foot, three hundred pound male, quite <laughs> ugly. I know I got a cute voice, but that's about all I got going for me. Uh, met Jake in college. Jake ended up moving into my room because his roommate was like some sweaty dude as well. So. Jake and I lived together and became good friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so um, Jordan decided college just wasn't his thing. Um, he's got a little bit to tell us about, you know, what he's done. It, not everyone has to go to school to make make it. Um, right now, he's currently doing some hotshot trucking. I don't know if you get, if you want to go over that, tell people what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of the back, how you got into it. Yeah. Um, well... I've been doing it since high school. I saw the show U-Ship, and my dad and I have always had trucks and trailers and like dumb stuff like that. So we started um, just hauling random stuff and making like 100 bucks or something. You know, it was nothing crazy. Um, and then we both got kind of serious about it, um, got our authority, our DOT numbers, all that stuff. And so basically what it is, it's uh, – you have a pickup truck or like a single axle semi, just a smaller like semi. Um, and you do like expedited freight stuff that can't be a full truckload or it could be. Um, but you know, your customer wants it yesterday. So they're like, Hey, we need it now. And we're willing to pay, you know, a decent amount for it to have it right away. What do they pay on the mile? Um, I won't leave the house for less than two fifty a mile. Wow, that's pretty good. So I we average right around like three. Yeah, yeah. So. And you'll go anywhere. You'll go. Yep. Nationwide. Yep. Cool. How's that going lately? Um, how's the business? It's it's been doing well. It's been a rough year. I've had a lot of breakdowns, a lot of yeah. stupid stuff going on. So um, looking at going towards the single axle semi route instead of because uh, right now uh, we're running Ford F three fifties and four fifties, and mm. The pickup truck life is hard. They rip through tires. They yeah. like their maintenance is super expensive. So, um, I think looking more towards getting um, smaller semis. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. The future holds. Uh, both the trucks still have a lot of life left in them. So. Yeah. So when you think you're gonna go to that semi route? I don't know. Yeah. Thinking about it. <laughs> picking. Well, own. okay. So here's the deal. You know, once you go semi, you never go back. I mean, <laughs> then you're like this gross sweat. Man, everyone has okay. Everyone like has this perception of a truck driver is someone that wears like 
the Mexican cowboy boots, like the pointy ones that yeah. stick up in the air <laughs> and are like, have this huge beer gut and are really crabby and run people off the road. I mean, that is kind of true. Um, <laughs> but not always. Sure. Um, there's actually a ton of Russians and, um, Mexicans, a lot of people on green cards, actually. Um, I don't know if you saw, but in Colorado, um, last week, a truck driver, um, made like nation news, national news, whatever. And, uh, he was going down a mountain pass and his trailer brakes weren't working and you're supposed to, they have like those runaway ramps mm -hmm. and he didn't take it and end up killing like six people or something. Oh, right wow. Yeah. It was a pretty big deal. Um, and he was here on a green card. Holy cow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's definitely a, like an interesting group of truck drivers. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the hotshot community is pretty tight knit. Yeah, it's it's really cutthroat. Yeah, like because a lot of guys are desperate to get some money, and so they'll, they'll just like haul anything for free. Yeah, you know, like oh, I'll pay for my gas and put twenty bucks in my pocket. <laughs> it's like that's not what it's about, man. I mean, you got to put money away for taxes, for maintenance, yeah. stuff like that. So, and I mean, you and you and your dad are at the point where I mean, when I lived here, you guys were working all the time. You had the LLC. Mm -hmm. um, and then you were going through this stuff with like the broker and whatnot. So ex explain a little bit how you get your jobs. Okay. Um, so we started off, there's like online websites that you can use and they just, it's like a big pile of freight brokers. So you have a customer, you know, say Menards needs a bundle of wood shipped um, to a different Menards. Mm -hmm. They'll call a freight broker and say, Hey, I need this moved. And the freight broker finds truck drivers. So mm -hmm. they're like the middleman. Um, so it's basically just like a freight broker website. Um, and so then that's how we started off, just getting um, loads off. It's called a load board. Okay. And so we started off that way. And every place that we went locally, like in Wisconsin, Minnesota area, we'd leave a business card, say, hey, if you ever need anything, give us a call. Mm -hmm. Because the freight brokers do take a huge chunk of it. Okay. Um, yeah, they kind of do a little bit of work. Really, once they have their customers, they don't do anything. Really? Yeah. They just sit back and rake in Yeah, cash. they just sit back and rake in cash, dude. I mean, some That's freight crazy. brokers, like, so let's say you have a thousand mile run, so that pays a truck like three grand. Mm -hmm. Freight broker will take like 800,000 bucks off of that. Just for getting you the job. Yeah. Just for signing some paperwork. Cut them out of the way. Do it yourself. <clears throat> exactly. That's, and that's what you try to do. You try and, you know, yeah. um, present yourself. Every day you want to like, you don't want to be dressed like a slum lord, you know, <laughs> you don't want to look dirty. You want to have a yeah. nice clean truck, nice clean trailer, you know, mm -hmm. make, make yourself presentable. I mean, it is a business. A lot of people don't look at it that way, but it is hundred percent. And so you got to treat it like one. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys are still going at it hard. Yeah. So now we're to the point where there's a couple freight brokers in Minnesota and Wisconsin that call us. Mm -hmm. Um, and they, they treat us really well. Um, can't complain there and then a couple of companies that give us calls mm -hmm. so basically we only use the load boards now to get back home okay or go to our next destination whatever you know and that's the thing like so i work in transportation over at um anderson and I'll, I'll go talk to some of these drivers like i was just down in florida for a week um hanging out with the drivers just kind of getting the feel for it and i was talking to them about the hot shit. they've never even heard of it so it's not is it a huge thing at this point i mean you'd feel like truck drivers would know of it by now but a lot of these guys are like yeah i've never even heard of that i see these guys with these flatbeds um but getting into it i it's like unheard of for them yeah and so actually hotshot started off in the oil field 
um, is basically it wasn't necessarily pickup trucks, but that's mm-hmm. just what they called the flatbed truck drivers. It's just hotshot, like, hey, we need this stuff now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what they called it, and it kind of stemmed off from there. Um, it's I wouldn't say it's new. It's been around probably for like twenty years. Okay. It's just taken off a little more now. Um, yeah, I think Facebook really helped, and then that show that I was talking about really gave it some like publicity. Sure. Man, I hate saying that word. <laughs> Stay in school, kids. <laughs> Don't become a truck driver. <laughs> or become a truck driver. <laughs> you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. <clears throat> no, that's cool, man. Do you wish you would have like stuck with school? Yeah, actually, man, I am looking to get out of it. Um, I feel that I'm not challenging myself. Yeah. I'm just kind of sitting in a truck. I've gained a lot of weight. Um, <laughs> my face is so bad. I'm just like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> um, and it's, I've seen a lot of country. I've seen a lot of cool things. I've yeah. done a lot of cool things. Um, one of our buddies and me, um, I had a customer call me and say, Hey, I need a small pallet. It was like 2000 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, brought down to Miami and I need it there tomorrow. Oh, when you guys took that trip. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, it was like a 30 hour window and it was a 24 hour drive. So I'm like, we had any sort of accident or traffic, we're going to be screwed. Right. Right. But we packed up, just threw it on the back of my truck and ripped down there. And that was a $7,000 payout. That's nuts. Yeah. And we blew most of it in Miami, but <laughs> it was like, it was just like, you know, one of those cool things, you know, it was like yeah. a perk of the job. Right. So no, that's cool. It's like jobs like that. We're just kind of help you out a little bit and then yeah, find some stuff now again. You, uh, you can take time off whenever you want. I mean, that's the nice thing is if you want to yeah. build your own schedule, you can, but you just got to make it up somehow. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's nice. Yeah. I try and do like two weeks on and two weeks off and just kind of like break it up whatever throughout the month Mm -hmm. nice yeah yeah but i i (laughs) I am looking to do um some sort of apprenticeship because like i said i'm not challenging myself i'm getting kind of bored with it Uh um the money's great but at this point you know i'm not looking more for money i'm looking more i miss working with guys and like having camaraderie and yeah actually doing stuff um so yeah Nice. Thinking to do like electrical or operators union, something like that. I that's need to look a, further into it. That's a good field, man. Yeah, I, honestly, I wish that our schools would have said something to me because I would have started right off the bat with that. Right. Um, I've got friends that are pipe fitters, work six months out of the year, and bring home one hundred twenty-four thousand dollars. That's crazy. You know, it's insane, and the benefits are incredible. Um, so, like a union package, once you're a journeyman, like a, a, a normal one, it's fifty-five dollars an hour. Twenty of that is for your like packages, so mm-hmm. health insurance and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then 35 of that is your salary. Um, hmm. So what's the length on that getting into it? Um, it all depends. So it's, it's all by hours and each one's a little bit different. I'm not sure the exact hours, but it takes anywhere from like three to four years. Hmm. It's not terrible. Yeah. You have to do some classes at the tech and whatnot, but most of it's like on the job training. Yeah. Or any of the credits you took over at Stoke and apply to that. You know? No, no, no. That's a bummer. <laughs> yeah. I took all hippie classes. <laughs> Economics. Dude, yeah. I flunked that so hard. <laughs> I think I went to class twice. <laughs> that's economics. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's cool, man. I, uh, I mean, obviously I, I encourage anyone if you want to go to school, go to school. If you don't want to do it, it's not for everybody. Um, absolutely. And you're a prime example of that. I mean, you, you got a house, you got that nice boat and truck sitting out there. I mean, yeah, it's materials, but 
it's to the point where you can afford it. And, uh, that's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So when I left college, I was looking for a career path and I decided on electromechanical. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, industrial maintenance. Mm -hmm. And so you go to like any big like warehouse or facility that does manufacturing Mm -hmm. and you fix all of their equipment, work on it, do maintenance, try and do preventative maintenance, not just do breakdowns. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just felt that, um, I could be making more money doing something else. Mm -hmm. And so I I did, I worked at a few different places doing that and I enjoyed it. Some of the PLC programming or like programming different machines was interesting and kind of a challenge, but, uh, I did, I did enjoy it a lot. So from there I went and started working on an oil rig out in Wyoming, Mm -hmm. probably the most fun I've ever had. Horrible job, terrible job, (laughs) but it was so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I was staying in a town of like 500 people mm-hmm. and like 470 out of the 500 were all oil field workers. Just a bunch of jackass young kids with way too much money. Yeah. And <laughs> just do dumb stuff. Yeah. Um, a couple beat up girls at the bar that we just, you know, bark at every night. <laughs> <laughs> just spend all of our money on omelets and beer and, and then go to work the next day. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good deal. I don't know. There's always a lot of, when people find out that I've worked in oil film, they have mm-hmm. a lot of like questions about it. A lot of like environmentalist type people. Yeah, how do you answer those? Um, honestly, I do like as honest as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, because there was a few things that kind of like struck me weird. Yeah, I was like, Eesh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the amount of chemicals and so when you're drilling a well, mm-hmm. you know, there's like a drill bit and it has to be lubricated with the, they call it mud mm-hmm. and the amount of chemicals that are pumped in with that mud mm-hmm. is absolutely insane. Really? Yeah. Where's that going? Um, straight back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You get a lot of it returned back. Okay. Um, but a lot of it, not so much. That's crazy, man. So if you can visualize, you've got the ground mm-hmm. and then go down like, a hundred yards and you've got a bunch of different layers Mm -hmm. and your water table is usually not that deep. Mm -hmm. So you do your first run down. This is the initial drill, right? The initial drill. Cause there's like five different segments that you drill. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, But your water table is kind of important because you don't want to, um, you know, get chemicals and stuff into your water table. So Mm -hmm. you're normally drilling with water your first until you get past there. And then you run casing it's called. Mm -hmm. Um, And what it does is it just like make, it's a steel tube that you shove in the ground so nothing can get in or out of the hole. Okay. That's basically all it is. Okay. Um, So that kind of protects your water table. Water table. When you're a water table. (laughs) (laughs) Got to keep that water table theme. Um, So yeah, when you were working out there, were you doing everything? They threw you right in the line or were you like, you start off low. Um, uh, yeah. You st- okay. So there's a couple different, everyone's called a hand. So you, your bottom position is your floor hand. Okay. Um, you work the floor of the rig. So you're doing like, um, all your connections of your drill pipe and a bunch of different stuff. A lot of cleaning, mm-hmm. um, all the bitch work, <laughs> um, start somewhere. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then you go up to a motor hand and they take care of all the motors. It's absolutely <laughs> actually insane. So, uh, rig runs off of like usually three big diesel generators. Mm-hmm. And in the winter when it's cold, you'll go through 1500 gallons of diesel in a night. That is insane. Yeah. 
So think about that. Diesel's like what three bucks a gallon. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Way above my pay grade to do that math, but you guys could figure that out. <laughs> that's yeah. nuts, man. Yeah. And they just keep pumping it and keep going. I mean, that's their money. Oh yeah. You can't stop. It's production. That is nuts. So when you were out there, you know, talking about environment, were you just like seeing all these red flags? Like, eh, I could see how you could get a little, yeah. a little weary around some of these areas. Yeah. You know, the thing is, everyone thinks that there's oil everywhere. Like, as soon as you start drilling, oil starts flying. Yeah. And like, Struck gold. Like, you never <laughs> see oil ever. Yeah. Um. That's not until like post-production. All we do is drill the hole and leave. Okay. Um. So you guys then, weren't pumping. No. Okay. That's completely like post-production or whatever sure I, sure i don't know different company it. comes in yeah does its thing halliburton's pretty much the biggest company out there that does that who are you, who are you working with when you were i was working for patterson patterson okay i think i've heard it well obviously from you but beyond that yeah they're one of the bigger companies i think they're they're a public company right yeah yeah they yeah, are. I got good stocks yeah okay nice so would you ever go back out there um i thought about it i really i don't know so your first couple hitches, <laughs> it's tempting. <laughs> it is tempting. The money's good. It's yeah. fun. Um, you know, roughnecking is dangerous. No doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Like my eight months I was out there, I saw a couple guys get hurt pretty good. Yeah. Um, and it's easy to make mistakes. Sure. And it's, it's weird. It's not like most jobs today where everyone has to be nice. Like it's kind of like a hierarchy where like, your driller and your rig manager mm-hmm. or your pusher mm-hmm. run the whole show. And like, if you don't show them the utmost respect, everyone's just going to like treat you like absolute shit really? and make you just do like stupid shit. And like your first two hitches. So hitches like your days on and then you have your days off. So we did two weeks on two weeks off. Mm-hmm. So my first two hitches, everyone just like made my life hell just yeah. to like kind of break me in. Yeah. But after that, everyone was really cool. Yeah. I'm sure it's a decent little community. Yeah. Because they're working. How many hours? What is it? What are the shifts? Um, they're 12, 13 hour shifts, but okay. most guys sleep on location. Like mm-hmm. they'll have like little man huts there for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but ours was not, we ended up going to a trailer park nice. in, in the town. <laughs> and we, yeah, it was actually pretty decent. Cause most times you have to bunk with like a bunch of dudes. Sure. But this way we got all of our own rooms. Oh, that is nice. Yeah. Did you, uh, they paid for that, right? Yeah. So they paid for that and we got a per diem. Every day. Every day. So essentially all you're doing out there is making money and then spending it when you have time because you guys don't have time. Yeah. It's easy Because it work. would be like a 45 minute to an hour ride out to the rig because it's in like absolute bumfuck Egypt. Yeah. Um. So it'd be like 15 hour days because you have to get there early and get all dressed up and then you got meetings before your shift and after your shift. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes you have to go in early and do like safety training and all that. That's one thing they are insane about is like the safety yeah um they do not take that very lightly oh, there. yeah i mean someone gets hurt that's uh that's not cheap no <laughs> no no not at all that's not great um you still talk to some of those dudes out there i do yeah yeah what are they saying same old same old yeah two weeks on much. two weeks off yeah what are, you had a uh, your friend that would you went jet skiing with us a couple times he works out there doesn't he wade wade yeah yeah, yeah. he still works for patterson he uh got hired on a couple months after i did okay um He's still out there. I think he's looking for something different right now. His rig just got stacked out, which means um, you have to move a rig. Mm-hmm. So you have to like break down the whole thing so that way it can fit on like a semi truck. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you do a rig move, you stack it down. Okay. But when you get stacked out, that means your rig 
um, is no longer drilling. It's on a company. So basically, we're just a um, middleman. No, a contractor. Oh, okay. Uh, oh sure. shit. <laughs> Stay in school. <laughs> Back to that school thing. <laughs> yeah. So we're just a contractor. So a company comes and picks us up and says, "Hey, I want you to drill this hole." Yeah. Go do it. Okay. And so no one picked up their rig, so it got stacked out. So so I it's done. So yeah, he's out of a job now until the rig gets picked up. Holy cow. That's, that's kind of why I didn't want to go back is because, yeah. you know, oil prices are all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, jobs are come and go. You can work your way all the way up to a driller or a pusher mm-hmm. and then oil prices can crash and get laid off and you have to start back on the floors again. Right. And have to work your way back up, which is bullshit. That, that does suck. So, so seniority doesn't really carry that much. There's no such thing as seniority. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's nuts. Like when I got hired on, I... Um, started with a dude who was like 55 years old and has worked his way up to the top like three different times. And now he's it's the same, same thing as me. You know, we're just both chilling. Wow. What do those guys bring in? Like, I mean, starting from like beginning, what's like the starting salary at something like that? Because I know everyone thinks like you go out there and you're just raking in money. Yeah. So <clears throat> it all depends where you're at. Uh, <laughs> Texas, you make the least amount of money. Okay. Um, I'm not sure why, but that's just how it goes. So the further north you get, the more money you make. It's a cold weather, man. Winter is coming. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know. Because <laughs> uh, Wyoming was a cold, cold bitch. Yeah. Um, I will not lie about that. The wind there is what really killed you. Oh, yeah. And the elevation, especially with my fat ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> you have to run up. So you have to run up to the rig floor, and it's like 100 stairs. Jeez. And do that like a million times a day, it seems like. Legs feel like jello. Yeah. Sitting up there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, we had this one of our uh, pushers, um, fat bastard, dude. Every time it'd take him like 20 <laughs> minutes. Once just he get got the job done before him. Just like <laughs> hands on the old knees and just, oh, <laughs> bearing down. But yeah. So what are those guys making? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I forgot. <laughs> I get sidetracked a little bit. That's right. Um, I started off at 28 an hour. Um, and and that's get, without overtime, right? Yeah, you get overtime at 40 and Jeez. you work. I don't know. I think it was like a hundred something hours a week. Jeez. Um, let me do the math. Yeah, it's about a hundred hours a week. That's nuts. Yeah, you guys don't have weekends off. I mean, you just keep yeah, cruising. no, you just work fourteen days straight. Yeah. Um, and then some companies that pick up your rig will give you a downhole bonus. So mm-hmm. if you drill your well out fast enough, like mm-hmm. in the time that they allowed it, they'll uh, give you a downhole bonus. Hmm. And that's anywhere from thousand to like three thousand dollars a person that's nice so within a hitch you know you can come home with usually like six to eight grand wow so a yearly salary what do you what were you guys like taking in um from the bottom you're somewhere around 80 to 100 that's a lot of money and then you just start working your way up for only working half the year yeah that is crazy yeah you only but i mean you're putting in work it's manual labor oh yeah for sure it's hard on your body no joke yeah that's uh but once you get up to like more of the chill jobs, it's not so bad. Sure. Yeah. Kind of just sit around and watch some screens. Um, kind <laughs> of. <laughs> There's a little bit more to it than that, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice. So what, uh, what do you have in store lately? I mean, yeah, you got the driving and stuff and you're going back to school. Are you actually going to consider that now or? Yeah, I've been talking with it. Uh, my stepdad is actually the president of Western, uh, technical college. Lacrosse, oh, right? Uh, it's a lacrosse area. Yeah. Okay. Um, what's his opinion on that? 
man, he is huge about anything in the trade or any skills yeah. like that. Um, he's really pushing me to get going and doing it. So um, we're trying to work something out together here. Um, looking at selling the crib. And then, I see you're doing all this remodel. Yeah, man. A lot of remodeling. Um, just getting this thing nice and primed to sell. So I want to... Uh, I'm thinking about selling it and then buying another cheap house. And then the cash that I've made off of this house just kind of keep so that way I can put myself through school. Yeah. Because I'll make a decent little coin off of this. Yeah. Hmm. <coughs> so I know I, I was asking you the other day where you think you're going to move. Stay in Eau Claire? I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> it's a million question. <laughs> Wherever the rig takes you. Yeah, man. Um, honestly, I've been wanting to move south for the longest time. Mm -hmm. And with the truck driving, I always go to like cities that I think I like. Mm -hmm. I wanted to move down to like Austin or Waco, Texas for the longest time. And every time I go down there, I'm like, man, I hate this place. Yeah. <laughs> it just gets worse and worse. Um, the biggest thing down there for me is that like you have to piece together conversations with everyone. No one knows English, which, yeah. you know, it's whatever. Times are changing. Um, I'm not going to go out of my way to learn Spanish. Fuck right. that. <laughs> no, I <laughs> can't be bothered, dude. Um, but yeah, it really does bother me having to like, not be able to have a conversation with someone, especially like when I'm working with them, mm -hmm. like when a crane's unloading my truck or whatever, and the crane operator doesn't speak English. Mm -hmm. And so we're just like pointing at stuff. Yeah. And, like trying to figure it out. Yeah. It's like, yeah, this is ignorant. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. It's uh, especially when you, you know, time is money. Oh yeah. You absolutely. want it off. You want to go. Yeah. Okay. Well, nice man. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, I really need to do some soul searching here and figure out exactly what I'm going to do. Dude, you're young. What? 24? 23. 23. I forgot you're soon to be 24. Uh, here in a couple of days, actually. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, that's a happy birthday shout out on the podcast. <laughs> 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 nice. Um, you got anything else you want to talk about? You want to talk about the computer build you got there? Yeah, man. Okay, so I got that really bored pretty. this winter, and I'm like, I, either I'm gonna get back into building cars, which I really don't want to do because I hate working on cars. Yeah, that's. You know, I always tell myself, I'm like, I want to make enough money to the point where I never have to work on a car again. Yeah. <laughs> That's your goal. <laughs> yeah. Working on a car sucks. <laughs> um, so I'm like, well, I'm going to get into computer gaming. A couple of my friends do it. Mm -hmm. And so I built, I've built one before the two I just built. Mm -hmm. So I built one and I'm like, man, this thing isn't good enough. Mm -hmm. And so then I just like kind of spent way too much money on this thing. Yeah. What am I looking at there? What is that? Um. So it's an AMD platform. So my CPU is a AMD 2600 or no, sorry, Ryzen 7 2700. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, just got like all my supporting mods. I got a um, CPU cooler that's, it's got water running through it. So that's a water mm. pump. Okay. And that's a radiator. Okay. And then uh, 2080 graphics card. It's one of the better ones you could buy. It's okay. a new RTX. So it's like... It does ray tracing. I have no idea how to explain it. <laughs> I have no idea what's going That's on. That's a good there. Google one for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you guys are bored, Google ray tracing. It's really nerdy and just, I don't know. It doesn't work. Like, none of the games that haven't really support it yet. Okay. Um, it's technology that is evolving and needs a lot of work. Yeah, okay. Um, so, yeah, it's basically just, it's supposed to make your gaming experience better. It's supposed to have, you know, better graphics and whatnot. Mm -hmm. but, so it's only out on a couple games and I don't play those games. Yeah. So. For those of you, obviously I can't see what I'm looking at. It's this big old tower. Um, I thought these things were obsolete at this point, but obviously not. 
um, lit up like a circus. And uh, <laughs> I don't know, it looks pretty sweet. It looks expensive. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> on this desk right here, there's probably like five, six thousand dollars. Yeah, that's crazy. So uh, don't go to school. Say <laughs> <laughs> <Stay> it's <in> cool. <laughs> no, it's cool. Honestly, man, um, you know, I've been fortunate enough to do pretty well, and um, I've gotten lucky enough to have hit a few decent investments, mm -hmm. and cash back on those. And mm -hmm. I've not spent my money wisely. Um, I don't have a retirement fund. Um, <laughs> that is the that's the downside of like not work for a company. Obviously, you got to do your own absolutely four hundred one and stuff. And I'll probably be dead by the time I'm fifty. So I'm just <laughs> like I'm like, what's the point of saving? So I just I blow a lot of my money. I do have a decent like savings account for like I said. Um, for maintenance, what stuff for the mm -hmm. trucking, um, but you know, besides that, all the money that I bring in, I just kind of blow it, man. Just live life. Who doesn't though? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can save, but like, yeah, as long I, as you're comfortable and you're doing all right. I was living paycheck to paycheck when I got out of uh, college mm -hmm. and started doing like electric mechanical, and I told myself I don't ever want to do that again. So yeah, I have a decent like little savings going, but uh, other than that, I mean, I just know where, you know. Once I, once I hit this point, I'm like, all right, I can't spend any more money. Right. I should probably go work again. Yeah. <laughs> so I can blow some money. Let's go down to Miami. Get yeah, a good job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I don't know. I have a lot of friends that are really stressed out about, like, saving and investing right now. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know, man. They're just not having as much fun as me. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, just wild. One more question. I don't want to, like, jump into politics or anything, but I know, mm -hmm. like, the wheel tax and stuff. Um how are these, I mean, these new deals that are going around for like trucking, they're trying to like pretty much remove it um, in a sense. How, how is that affecting you guys? Do you see that right now? I mean, the wheel tax, you probably see in Wisconsin. Uh, we're not seeing it right now, but it, not, okay. it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> not good. Taxes okay. are not good. Um, <laughs> to own and operate a truck is so fucking crazy expensive. Yeah. It is unreal. And they want to keep adding like, so... If you look on the side of any semi, there'll be a sticker. It says IFTA. Mm -hmm. And right now for this year of 19, it's a blue sticker. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, fuel tax. So you have to track all your miles you drive in each state. Mm -hmm. And you have to track how much fuel you bought in each state. And if you didn't buy enough fuel in that state, they're going to tax you. That's nuts, man. Yeah. At least that's my understanding of it. Okay. I could be wrong. Who knows? I, I just pay the bill. You know? Sure, sure. So my electronic <laughs> log device... Uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm not going to explain it. Huge controversy. It's really not that bad. It's the same as the old log books. Just electronically now. Just electronically. Everyone mm -hmm. made a big stink about it. Mm -hmm. Fuck it. Um, but that tracks all my miles for me, and okay. it sends everything into IFTA for me. Mm -hmm. It's like an extra 15 bucks a month. I'm like, yeah, I'm not tracking my miles. Yeah, you yeah, guys yeah, can yeah. do that. Yeah. Easy. Um, so I just, you know, I think it's like 500 bucks a year for registration for it. And then every quarter, I probably pay in like 50 bucks. Okay. So it's not that bad, but it's one thing, you know, it's just another thing they're going to add on. And when you start to have to pay wheel tax mm -hmm. on, you know, 12, 14 wheels, you know, mm -hmm. for the big guys, 18 wheels, mm -hmm. it's a lot of money. Yeah. That's not cheap. Hmm. You got anything else you want to talk about before we wrap her up? Um, man, I don't know. I was just getting warmed up, man. I know. You can go all day on this <laughs> all thing. Day, dude. I just like. No, you no one ever wants to listen to me talk. It's fun. I mean, it's something to do. It's uh, it's interesting. The old lady just shoves me down in the basement and says, "Shut up." 
play your game. No, actually, it's all the way around. She wants to talk, and I'm just trying to like play some video. Games yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's a uh, this whole podcast community is just blowing up. Yeah, it's insane. And people are just like going crazy with it. Yeah, yeah. I hope this does well. Um, I think it will. Yeah, we'll see. If I mean, even if it crashes and like you get like four views, it's fun. It's something <laughs> cool to do with your friends. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen you in a long time, so it's a good we'll excuse chat. for us to hang out for a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's fun. It's just it's once you get set up and get all the gear, it's like not bad. Yeah. Um, it's just that initial bump, and then you got to get people, you got to get together, you got to do all that, and it's uh, oh, it's fun. That's yeah. something to do. How's the editing process? How long did it take you for the first one? You know, the first one, I'm kind of, I'm using Audacity um, just because it's free. Yeah. I'm trying to make this as cheap as possible. As you can see, like these mics aren't that great. Um, main thing is a soundboard. That's probably the most expensive part. Yeah. Um, Audacity is kind of a pain in the butt to use. It's not like GarageBand yeah. where it's pretty uh, self-explanatory. So it, the first, the first podcast that I did probably took about, I don't know, 25, 30 minutes to edit when it probably, I could have just uploaded it right away. Yeah. Um, I didn't really have much. I had to like clip or anything. It wasn't, it wasn't too bad. Um, just toss an intro on it, toss that intro music and then you're good. Intro music. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, thanks for coming on, man. Dude, it's been fun. We'll do it again. Me. We'll definitely yeah, do it no, again. We definitely need to do a part two. Something like a little bit more laid back. Yeah. We can just chit chat. I hate talking about my work. It's boring. I know. <laughs> no, I know. it's not that bad, but, uh, yeah, man. Thanks for, uh, wow. That beat up. Stay in school. <laughs> yeah. Stay in school, kids. Thanks for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, man. We'll talk to you later. Peace. Peace.